Hello and welcome back to the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Laurent. Mike has returned from his time on assignment in Florida. It is Wednesday, April 14th in this episode. Manchester City have broken their hex. We're going to talk about them getting to the semifinals and other Champions League news like Liverpool losing. And we're going to preview the Premier League weekend that is coming up. That is probably most for most teams week 32. But first, Mike is back. Mike, how are you feeling? And uh, tell us some news we might have. Well, yeah, we do have some news. Uh, for one, you asked me how I'm feeling. Extremely bloated, hungover, feel like I'm dying. I got to see live sports and I didn't miss. I drank everything under the sun for a few days down here in Florida. So it was a lot of fun. Caught some baseball. The Yankees sucked, but that's all right. Um, Garrett Cole didn't, but that was cool. So on to the big news. Why were they playing in this tiny stadium? Yeah, quickly, because uh, uh, Canada is not allowed to have any fun yet. So the Blue Jays are playing. Yeah, yeah, Justin Trudeau. Shout out to that idiot one time. So, yeah, we we got to see them It's okay if you do brown face, remember. As long as you're on the left side of things, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he uh, <laughs> he won't let them back in Canada. And so they're doing some renovations to their AAA park in Buffalo. And this is their home uh, for spring training down here in Dunedin, which is a beautiful little beach town. They're, they're not doing renovations to Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo is a disaster. No, no, the stadium, <laughs> Nobody wants the to go to Buffalo. <laughs> well, that too. They played there last year. But that was the thing. So they're like, it's fucking cold in Buffalo still. Let's just go back to Dunedin. And uh, and I tell you, it's really, really weird. I mean, it's a small stadium, obviously, but like I've never seen a stadium in a residential part of town. They're like, there's a school on one corner and then the stadium on another corner. It's wild. Like 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 an elementary school, though. Yeah, but Wrigley's in a neighborhood. Yeah, okay, but like, but it's all apartment buildings. This is all like houses and stuff. It's just it's a different experience. It was kind of cool. It would be like if it was in Nassau County and your little. Suffolk County hometown and right. high school baseball team was actually the stadium. I'm going to tell you yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you that like it, it felt like I was at like a really big high school stadium. Like it was kind of <laughs> interesting. Anyway, we have news uh, that news, is news, actually news, pertaining news. to the show, to uh, topics that we talk about. We have partnered with Chop Sports Media. Um, we're going to be joining their network and we're very, very excited about it. Uh, shout out to Dave Sergio and the team over there. Um, Long story short, this is about trying to get, you know, better production value, better, you know, listenership, making maybe a couple of bucks off of things for, for me and Laurent here. But um, <laughs> but it really is. It's about, you know, we started this earlier or late in 2020, I guess. And um, we've come a long way. Right. If we go back and listen to a couple of our first episodes, it's 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 dicey. Right. So um, it's still pretty dicey. <laughs> it's still it's still quite dicey. That's part of that's part of the charm now, though. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. Uh, we will be working with Dave and, and the team over there uh, to kind of, you know, bring this show to the next level. So we're, like I said, very, very excited about it. Uh, you will hear plenty more about that if you follow us on any of our social platforms, which you should, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Squeaky bum underscore pod, I believe, at uh, on Twitter. Mine is um, the easiest one. Cortines. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Laurent's last name Cort- at Cortines. Mine is at Real Mike Salerno on Twitter. So yeah, we're really, really excited about that. Um, this guy Dave's really seems like he's uh, he's going for it with this with this new media. Yeah, we're, we're, in, we're in on the ground floor, trying to be the American Premier League uh, wing of the team, and maybe we'll have some of their people on the show. They can yeah. come and make fun of soccer. And we oh, they already can, have. 
and we can tell them that the NFL is a plantation sport and represents everything wrong about America. I agree. I agree. What? So the funny <laughs> thing is, they're like, they're like, what? What the fuck is squeaky bum time? And I was like, all right, like. You know how like baseball has a bunch of idioms and like weird phrases for shit. It's it's just the English English version of it. That's all it is, right? So, so I'll, yeah, we'll have we'll have Dave on the show at some point soon or something on the on those lines. Um, yeah. A lot of more good stuff and collaboration coming. So that is the news of the day. Very very excited. Um, and on to something that Laurent is very very excited about. Uh, As you mentioned, uh, Manchester City. Oh, okay, God. so just to, to fill up, you know, put some background on this. The second time ever, I think they've gotten to the semifinals. And, and the first never... time was just like a joke. Like it was, shouldn't yeah. even have been there. And then they had never gotten this far under Pep Guardiola. Correct. Uh, famously, a few times flaming out that, no, you know, the Leon, almost to the, the day. Leon, the Leon one was really bad. Well, and then two years ago, almost to the day. The Spurs uh, one was bad too. Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> in one of the most, ep- in, in probably what will go down forever as the most epic El Dushico ever. <laughs> uh but yeah so so that was uh, but you got a scare right so we talked about this last week and we were like listen Dortmund has a way out of this game easily right a one nothing win where basically they they play Mourinho style and they sit back and they hit you on the counter it's exactly what they did early on they were good it was not it was not a relaxing game uh the first half city couldn't really break through first 10 minutes were troublesome uh, you know, Jude Bellingham, who's really fun to watch. If you want to watch a good, good young English player, if you're into the Premier League, he played in Birmingham, Birmingham City last year and went from Birmingham City with all the big teams in England after him to, to Borussia Dortmund in Germany because they play young players. And there's been a lot of injuries in Borussia Dortmund. Jude Bellingham should have scored in the first leg. What a bullshit call. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, they, they blew the whistle. And then uh, he scored in this game on a cracking goal. Really no one on City's fault. And I became petrified. So at that point, it was 1-0 to Borussia Dortmund. They were going to go through with that Mm scoreline. So they're up. They have an away goal. They now are up. They've tied it. Tie goes to them. City turn up the screws a little bit. City playing with no striker. Aguero is basically dead. Uh, He got injured again. I think think he may never play again for City. he may never be good again. I think his leg is just his legs are knees, and I think he's just afraid to play. Anyway, City turn up the screws. De Bruyne has a bunch of good chances. Slams the post. There is nobody in Premier League or English fo- soccer who hits the post with more authority than Kevin De Bruyne. Doesn't score much. Doesn't really score ten goals a year. But I swear to God, he hits the fucking post ten times a year. So <laughs> if you count hitting the post. He's the greatest midfielder in the league. I think that's really the difference between he and Fernandez. Fernandez doesn't hit the post and makes all his penalties. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne hits the post constantly and doesn't even take penalties. And when he does, he misses them. So, so let's talk about that for a second. Um, <laughs> so first of all, I think I think when we were talking last week about this, we basically said whoever scores too soon is going to lose, right? So yeah. or, or maybe we said about the United Spurs game. I don't remember, but like it was the idea being like if Dortmund can get that goal then yeah. they'll be in good shape. But the, the classic trope that they did score too soon, because obviously the second that the, you do that, you're the, going to bunk, bunker. And you think, the, thing, the, the, thing, the thing is, is attention. that, you know, City didn't really create chances and Dortmund really made mistakes. The penalty, the City scored two goals in the second half, one on a penalty on a handball that should never be a handball. I mean, yeah, sorry, not on the player's fault. It, it was a handball, but I don't know what Chan was doing. He literally stuck his arm into the ball by stooping too far over 
because he was trying to block. Well, he was trying to head it. He was trying to head a lower ball. And so basically, I mean, your arm or like organically goes that way. You can't move your head that way without your arm also going that way. But you can do it. He doesn't have great body control. He's not a great athlete. Right. No, no. But I was surprised by the call because I it was a call on the field that was a handball. But it's very clear that it hits off the head first and directs onto the hand. So this is another stupid VAR gray area. Anyway, they call it. It wasn't to be overturned because it was too close. Again, when you saw Mares step up. Did you? Did you get a little, every every all penalties for City are. See, this is what people don't understand. I want you 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 started chiming in with good stuff, but the feeling for City fans. I don't think people realize this, and it's one of the reasons I am a City fan. For as great as the last ten years have been, in the DNA of the fan base of the club is typical City. City find new and exciting ways to lose games. We're never confident. We are, if, if Manchester United are the, are the Yankees, then, then Manchester City are the Red Sox pre-2004. Not even that good. More Mets, like just futile losers. We've gone whole seasons where we didn't score at home, like just like half seasons. This happened in living memory. Like in 2005 under Stuart Pierce, City went the entire second half of the season not scoring a goal at home. That happened. It's real. <laughs> Like, so this team has a history and now we've got this, like, we're good, but we're not there. We kind of have the PSG and we'll talk about that game. Same kind of problem. We're both owned by oil companies uh, and countries. I'm not sure who, with a lot of human rights abuses, not quite Nazi, but not quite not Nazi. (laughs) We're getting there. Well, just slavery, really. Nothing really bad. Uh, Well, work slavery. You know, they just need a good union. Um, but not at Amazon. This is different. Uh, that's like <laughs> that's like four historical things in a row. But we don't have the the history, and we'll talk about Real Madrid in a minute as well, of getting past these things. I think there is a weird – the Champions League and European soccer is weird in that the story and DNA of the club, regardless of players, carries on. It's real or it feels real, but the fans are the ones who carry it, right? Like Liverpool always gets through at home. Real Madrid always find a way to win. Chelsea have strikers who always fall apart. Bayern Munich are a machine. City, bottle it. This is our history. This is what we do. So City hadn't gotten through it. Mike, you were sort of preambling through a quarterfinals. We've lost to teams that we shouldn't lose. We're we're continually the favorite because we spent money. We have Pep Guardiola. It's there's a lot of glamour, but not really any substance of the team. It doesn't have any historical power. It's kind of just growing slowly. And we need these events. We need these losses. And this one felt like we could blow it, but Man City came through. Uh, like I said, two mistakes by Bort- Dortmund. Handball by Kent, by Chan, and then. The manager of Dortmund, who has never managed before, makes the what probably is never really a mistake, but it's a football narrative. He makes a change on a corner, bringing in Thorgan Hazard. He does not cover Foden on a short corner. So Foden has all this time and space at the corner of the box on a weird corner. It was kind of tricky. It's like they took the initiative, passed it to Foden, and Foden just measures it up, takes two touches, and slams it past the goalkeeper near post. Oh, shit Ooh. angle. Uh, yeah, it it looked like it could be saved, but it was lashed. Like, it was yeah. a hard shot, but there are a couple of tropes in soccer that happen, and it's 
don't get bait on the near post, even though it's just said, and I don't know why, he fucking hammered it, and it looked good. There are things in really soccer bad. that are aesthetically pleasing, and one of those things is off the post and in, off the top, yes. off the crossbar, and down and up again, also a good one, and then anything where a goalkeeper dives really far and it gets past him. I don't know why. And then chips. I'm not a chip lover, but chips have something dastardly about them. Yeah. I I can only think of a couple of examples where I went, Oh, that was beautiful. But chips usually piss me off. Yeah. Like you sons of bitches. Yeah. Messi is a big chipper, but Messi's chips are really cool because he's moving 40,000 miles an hour stops. And just the goalkeeper just goes exactly. And there it goes over his head. And when Lamella does it, it's like, got the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah. So city break a little bit of a duck. They are through to the finals. They face PSG finals, the semifinals, excuse me, the semifinals where we call this the oligarchy uh, cup. Uh, Miguel Delaney, who writes for something who is literally has a personal vendetta against all modern football, all oil rich teams. He will write at least a hundred thousand words on the evil of PSG and Manchester city has, we're not real clubs. We're terrible human beings. And uh, by the way, PSG to transition, they fucking beat Bayern, and that was incredible. <laughs> like, yeah, it was um, Lewandowski list Bayern. It needs to be said, but Bayern's a wagon, right? They are yeah. just loaded everywhere. Yeah, and even though PSG didn't score a goal and they 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 had to scrap this one through, they really had so many chances and thoroughly deserved to beat Bayern. I thought after the first leg, oh, Bayern's just gonna wax them, but no, no, no. PSG were really good. They seem to have figured out how to defend against teams that are better than them and let Neymar and Mbappe just fuck shit up when they're on the break. Like, Yeah, that sounds a lot like a Pochettino run team to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they don't even touch – they don't even carry the ball. But – and again, again, they have Kaylor Navas who – I don't know if anyone noticed. He's a three-time fucking – Champions League holder with Real Madrid, who they kicked out. He's an incredible goalkeeper. In the first yeah. leg, he made like 13 saves. So we have PSG and Man City on that side. Nouveau Riche, Nouveau Evil, Nazi adjacent teams. And on the <laughs> other side, we have historical royalty of Liverpool going out to Real Madrid. Now, Real Madrid is another story. That is like, they are showing just pure grit toughness and I, I take my i never really believed in zidane but now i do is this the pluckiest real madrid team that ever was it's just like it's it's late yankees core four yeah of. okay you know what i mean it's yeah it's old posada jeter still okay pettit is still there they're they're mariano's still there they're fucking right. grinding it out where you're just you like got modric you you've got gotta Cruz, fucking you've got beat, you gotta beat yeah. us Modric, Cruz, Casemiro, Benzema. Ramos. We Ramos when he's there. We're not fucking losing. You're beating us. And if the breaks happen, it's because we fucking deserve them. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And and Zidane is 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 a Madridista. He's he gets it. He's a fan. He he fucking you know he beat Liverpool. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, All right. So I I, they've been watching the city. I was watching the city Dortmund game. So I only really flipped back and forth and I saw a little bit of the highlights, but 
it should be said two years ago. And it was very reminiscent for me of what didn't happen today, which did happen two years ago. Because the thing about the, the Spurs Ajax comeback is that nobody talks about Barcelona and Liverpool. The exact same thing happened 24 hours before. That was right? incredible. It was nuts. <laughs> but the thing is, is that Salah scored in that game an early goal. And it's like, hey, Anfield comes alive. And all of a sudden, it's only 3-1, but you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's, This it's, could it, go sideways yeah, fast. It, it, I think there was, a, there was a dream for Liverpool that they would have magic. That, that they're the heart of a champion. That they are still there. It's still Salah. It's still Firmino. Yeah, it's yeah. still Mane. But I think that, you know, without the defense being able to to allow them to press high where they really have to be concerned about what's going on at the back. And, so, you know, you know, they had, know. To, they had to, they had to sort of play their game and, and they didn't get the goals they needed, but they hit the post. They, you know, they That's had the chances. Thing. Yeah. Jamie Carragher went pretty deep on this in the post game. And I thought it was great. I thought, he's you awesome. know, by the way, shout out to my, to my CBS friends. They're killing it on the fucking, they really Champions are. League. Oh, it's, it's funny. It's fun. They're dancing. It's ridiculous, but they know uh, their shit too. It's, it's yeah, they're good. It's the punditry we deserve. Yeah, frankly, it is for for the for the Champions League semifinal and quarterfinals, right? So, yeah. but so Salah misses a golden opportunity two minutes in. Now, yeah. Anfield fans are not. If that ball goes in the net, you go, oh, Liverpool's going to win this game three nothing. We got this, yeah, right. So, and that's what he was basically was saying. Like every all of the ink is spilled talking about the deficient season with Trent in the first leg and, and defensively overall and all the injuries at center back. He's like, yeah, absolutely. That's a problem. They but the story, the, the story was the front three was the most prolific, honestly, almost ever in the Premier League we've ever seen. Yeah. And so what he also said was, you know, there, there really hasn't been new blood. Like that three has been together longer Four than, years. you know? Yeah. And so, Great. Which brings which brings the obvious next question. Well, you have Jota. Why didn't he start today? Right, I think, like I that's, think he, that's I a think, really questionable decision. But I think he, I saw, and I was like, he's, Whoa. he's going with the guys who got. You know, it's a respect thing. It's like we're gonna just we're doing this. This is what we're doing. Okay, we're going with the guys that got us here. I get it. It's fine. It was a two. You needed a two nothing win because you had. It'd be like if it'd be like you know, it's like it's like batting a rod eighth. You know, back in the day, it's like you know, we're we're doing we're doing this. This is happening. Uh, the less said about Chelsea and Porto, the better. Chelsea go through. They are the secret good team, and I mean the secret They're team. Unspectacular. Yeah, but at this point, like we're it. This is all fucking name brand. It's it's yeah. the semifinals. It's City, PSG, Real Madrid, Chelsea. I think, you know, narrative-busting things here. I think, fundamentally, Real Madrid, through pedigree and form, I mean, they, in a week, they beat Liverpool 3-1, one fucking El Clasico, and then turn around and then do a nil-nil at Anfield. At Anfield. fucking big brass balls. Yeah. Uh, and then PSG, I think, have the stronger group. And then City just have this fucking weird, no respect narrative where if we win, if City wins, they're supposed to win. And if they lose, they are bottlers. Because, and then yeah. that's the pressure that comes with being, a, you know, oil state. Yeah. Having and, the GDP of, of a small nation, right? So, um, or and then Chelsea, the, the less, and the less said about Chelsea, the better. So here's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> Thematically and, and narrative-wise, yeah. for our two perspectives, the best narrative is a nightmare situation for us. The best <laughs> narrative is Thomas Tuchel against PSG 
for the Champions League final, the big oh, trophy gosh. they've never been able to get. Yeah. And so what, what I'm proposing here is your team loses to PSG. My hated rival beats Real Madrid and they're facing off for the, for the biggest trophy in the sport. And man, that sucks. I don't want that at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want, I mean, I want city to win. I want city to win everything this year, including yeah. the, the cup final that we are facing each other in. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to give Mourinho anything. I think City are going to take that. Are going to, I think City will have a hard time this week in. They'll lose to Chelsea in the FA Cup because to sustain and get through the the the, the Dortmund game took a lot of out of them. There was real emotion. Like Phil Foden scores the goal, the hug with Guardiola. It's just it's fucking gold. It's what you're going to show if they win the league. It's 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 a classic moment. It's incredible. Uh, and then I think, you know, I think the FA Cup's this weekend. That's the semifinal. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, we go into the league. The league's not so much done and or dusted, uh, but there's not really a standout game to really hang our hat on. It's uh, Friday. It's Spurs Everton, really. Oh, um, God. That's, that's, that's an awful it sucks. Game. Seventh versus eighth. I don't, I don't want to watch it. I'm going to. Oh, also worth mentioning. Uh, I'm going to be on right after the Spurs uh, Everton game. So Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern to Pacific. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be discussing the match with Chris Cowan. Uh, uh, he's a of famous YouTube and, t- and Twitter Spurs lore. Um, he's, I wouldn't say he's sort of like the stand in for AFTV for Spurs. Like he's like, a, he's a bit, a big deal. He's a really good guy. I met him. I ran into him at a bar down here in Florida. Um, ironically, the first week I lived here, um, Spurs were here playing PSG yeah. uh, in like one of those summer games. And so he came over. He's he's a, a tremendous Spurs supporter. Um, and he got famous when they were building the new stadium. Uh-huh. Uh, he was doing YouTube updates. Uh-huh. Like he would walk oh, around the entire right, ground right, right, like right. every other day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's uh, a big deal. He got huge on that. He's 50,000 subscribers on YouTube, hundred plus on Twitter uh, followers. He's, and he's a, like I said, really, really good guy. So it'll be good to talk to him again. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, that's I'm really awesome. looking forward to being on the show. And hopefully yeah. Yeah. Support, support Mike. I mean, I, I think we probably should give, shouldn't give such a short shrift. There's a lot of sort of, we're getting into the, as they say in England, the business end of the season. The Premier right. League is pretty much wrapped up. City will probably score that. But City have are still on for the quadruple. And one step of that is getting past Dortmund. They did today. Then Saturday, Manchester City, Chelsea in the semifinal of the FA Cup. The other one is Leicester City, Southampton. I feel like Leicester need that bad. Yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. if they're gonna if they're gonna fade like we think they are in the Premier League, they're in trouble. You know, they're on 56, yeah. West Ham on 55, Chelsea on 54. And I, I still think on the rail there is Liverpool. Now yep. that they're out of the Champions League, they're going to go hell for leather. Try and get, get into that top four. I mean, it's worth $100 million. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But, you know, the schedule for the Premier League is, is like you said, Friday, Everton. I'm still praying that Newcastle are annihilated and killed by God and hit with a, with a bolt of lightning uh, in Newcastle transfer news in Newcastle sale news, 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 the shake who is attempting to buy Newcastle, who was blocked by the premier league is now cozied up to Boris Johnson and is going to see if he can intervene in the sale of Newcastle <laughs> to the Saudis. Um, this is real quality stuff. I really like 
I really love the Saudis getting involved in sports and really just poking the eye of these fucking bullshit dipshit English people who are like, I'm like, you know what? You've got 92 teams. If you don't like the premier league, there are literally 70 teams waiting for you to go. And it's, you could probably throw a rock and hit the fucking stadium for the stadium you want to go to. You don't have to fucking like this team for the rest of the world. The best players in the world in the premier league. Let's let Newcastle be awesome too. Let's make it better. What, what is the problem? Anyway, I, I don't know why, people but that's not going to help this season. So we still want them to go down, and we, we still do want, want them to go friends, down desperately. <laughs> but they are got a game in hand and six points on Fulham. It's really looking pretty. It's really there. looking bad. But Ars- and Arsenal are really good at beating poor teams, but yeah. not good at beating anything resembling a good team. Which is how you finish in ninth place. I suppose Liverpool Leeds should be a good game after Leeds fucking beat City. They're over the moon. I mean, it was like. They couldn't fallaciate, 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 fallatio, whatever happens to people's uh, undercarriage, uh, Bielsa anymore <laughs> when he beat City, uh, because there was like this all this tactical stuff of like, oh, they let John Stones have the ball the whole time and all this cool stuff. But it was still cool to see Leeds beat City when City didn't care without a, without a man down a man. That was so cool. They were badass. That and was such of a course, cool my other secret favorite game is is Brighton versus Chelsea. Just find out how many more shots Brighton can take and not score goals. Hey, by the same token that you said, <laughs> well, that's that's all the way on Tuesday. Oh, wow. So, Tuesday. okay. That's a weird time. So, well, because of the FA Cup, right? So, oh, now Chelsea's right. coming off of another long and arduous week where they're like, all right, well, we just had to face Porto. They're gonna they did their best to not blow gonna, that. They're going to bag that game. Against Brighton, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. So, I think that that's And then one City play find. Wednesday versus uh, Villa. Which is oh we got basically have a whole we have a whole week of games. You ready? Yeah, we sure do. We do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, into Thursday. Thursday. There's a Thursday and a Friday game next week. So yeah, we literally have games every day again. Ooh, fun. The business end. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a little. It's a little much. I'm just like, what? Come on, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that that is for English people. They don't understand that they've been fighting to have all the games be at 1230 at three o'clock because, you know, why hold on to the tradition of the six day week when you got out of your fucking awful coal spewing factory and you had that half day off on Saturday and you got to go to the game. But let's keep that tradition forever. You fucking nunskulls. (laughs) (laughs) So they're staggering them so we can all watch football and enjoy and get angry about it. Uh, I do want your bi-weekly or weekly take on the state of Mourinho hate. I think it should be a new segment. How are you uh, feeling? How are you feeling now after the United <laughs> game where he tried to captain deflecto it, make it about a red card with Pogba? You got beat and shut the fuck up. <laughs> badly. <laughs> yeah. Beat badly. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I just... I'm apathetic. I'm tired. I'm uh, okay. There should have like, we should have got beat worse than we did. Right. Yeah. And so we kind of smash and grabbed on our goal, go into a halftime of the lead. And you're like, okay, here we go again. Let's see how we can fuck this one up. I think I said that verbatim on our Twitter <laughs> account. And so, um, yeah, I mean, listen, Manchester United is a good team and you lose a game to a good team. I'm not going to cry over that. Like it, it's fine. It's actually, it's not that frustrating relative to the rest of the fucking season. It's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. It, it um, is, it is scary 
Manchester United are, are one player away. Well, they really are. Like, replace maybe two. Replace McTominay with a really good holding with Basuma from 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 okay. from Brighton, and then replace Lindelof with a really competent, big, strong center back. And that makes Maguire better too. Yeah. Right. And yeah, someone better than McGuire. I still think that they have some needs at striker also. No, they don't. They're good. I mean, m- maybe. Well, Mar- Martial's hurt, though. That's, I think that's And he's, and they hate him. He's done. Yeah. They, he's gone. Yeah. But I mean, but it's, just, I just, it's just super, they're super close. Like, it's not yeah, yeah, a yeah. joke. But what I think will happen, and I don't care about Ole, Ole is not the guy, does not exude, I'm going to win the Premier League. Okay. <laughs> Go down the list of managers and go, this guy does. Tuchel, maybe, aside from Pep, right? So that's kind of my point is that the, the, the two through seven group, honestly, two through eight, I don't, I'm not inspired by anything or any one of those teams. As far as cha- uh, challenging City next year, right? Liverpool. The, Liverpool Liverpool's the argument if they're healthy and this and that. But again, I still need to see it from, from there. They need to have... Salah or Mane have an absolute world-beating season, which, by the way, one of them did each of the last three years. Right. right? And, Salah and Mane, I think what's being underplayed, or he probably doesn't even talk about is, Mane had COVID, and I think he's been fucked since. That's that's real life. I've seen, like, NHL players, you know? Um, uh, like Jason, just- Jason Tatum from the Celtics started using an inhaler and never did before, and now he does. And people are like, well, yeah. what if you had a bad season? It's not a joke. It's real. Like, yeah, these are super duper high end athletes. And if they right, lose, these are these are specimens. Right. And if they lose three percent of their air capacity, they're not as good. <laughs> yeah. No, right? I think that that's, for normal I think people, it's, it's fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, we barely noticed <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like or, or you're fat and you fucking we thin out the herd. It's fine. My uncle died. He was old. It was sad. Yeah. But then yeah. know, other people too. But that's okay. Uh, yeah, the the table is the table. It's kind of we're really like like let's just get to the end. The real thing to check now is like, can City really win four? I would. I just I I want the Champions I want that. League. I want the Champions League so bad so that we can fucking show it to Miguel Delaney, put it on his head, and then hit it with a fucking sledgehammer, so that it <laughs> rings in his fucking douchey. Spanish Irish face for the rest of his life. I really am tired like that. of my oh, team being fucking slandered as though, you know, as though we're some evil country. Hey, it's fucking England, okay? You guys massacred Indians. You killed everyone you could find in history. The reason why United States slavery ha- has slavery is because of English people. Shut the fuck up with your high and mighty bullshit. My team is good and deserve to win. Fucking assholes. Colonial, so it's, it's there. Colonial scum. That. And I'm glad that it's Phillip's the, uh... dead. <laughs> oh, it's, it uh, anyway. it's basically the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, right? It's the last gem you're trying to get still. Oh, you've got everything else. You've got it all multiple times over. But it's just the the one elusive one still. So I'm I'm rooting for it at this point. Um, I'm, I'm certain. Okay. As far as Champions League is concerned, sure as shit, I'm not rooting for Chelsea. So that means I am rooting for Real Madrid to get to the final. And I'm still holding out hope that I will get my my Mauricio back next year. And if they win, that's not happening. So you, he's oh, going to sign I mean, a he, lifetime deal. Yeah, the thing is, is like, 
he still might not win anything, even though he's with PSG. Like they can lose the league in France. Oh yeah. No, that's a, that's a real thing. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Not only this, not only are they not in first place at the moment, I think I haven't checked, but like last weekend, four points behind. Yeah. They might not finish because of the coefficient. They might not finish in a champions league spot. Could you imagine if PSG drops immediately into Europa league and they don't no, win they're, this they're, year? They're, they're, they're fine. They're not. No, I know. Oh, but like, if it, like, pretend for a second, does Pochettino make it to next year if they don't get a Champions League spot and they don't win this year? I don't, I don't, well, that's that, it's, it's only an 18 month contract, right? It's they're, all uh, they're on, they're, so, so PSG are on 66, Lille are on 69, right? And I Lille just beat them. I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Uh, it's goal difference or it's head to head, which Lille has them. Uh, no, they no way they have my goal difference, but. Yeah, but the the, um, but yeah. Expect, the expected goal in France is totally bizarre. Lille are the lowest of the top four, and the other ones are like plus thirty, plus thirty twenty eight. Like it's a it's been a good French league. It it's shockingly been a good league all around the world. I mean, even even uh, you know Bundesliga was competitive up until a little while ago. Uh, Italy Inter put the gas down to finish the league, and then in in Spain. Atletico completely yacked up <laughs> the lead and let let uh, Real Madrid in it, but it's the weakest of the leagues, I think Spain by far. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But no, it's like, I mean, I, I think that I think Monaco and even Leon, listen, they're they're one less than a game away from pipping PSG. Yeah, if they get their heads turned about you know a Champions League game and they drop a couple of results in the league, which is entirely possible, I mean, Man. hell. You Dear, could just as easily look at a fourth place finish for PSG. I have a I have a note for everyone in France. Dear French teams, please kick fucking Neymar in the dick so he can't play. I don't care. I, like it. I will cheat. Please kick him because he deserves oh, yeah. to be kicked. He's an asshole. Cheating's on the yeah. Cheating counts. Like that, that's all allowed. Like who are they playing? Please kick Neymar because I don't like is it, I don't. He's such a fucking. He's like a. He's like a Kobe Bryant player to me. Like, I just fucking hate him. I don't care how good he is. So they he's, have. Who's a hockey player equivalent of like that? Was like Brad Marchand. Or, or Martin St. Pierre of St. Saint Louis. Saint Louis? No, 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 no. He, yeah, he was, but like not on Neymar level. Brad Marchand is definitely the one. But is he good? Alex Burroughs. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I fucking hate asshole that. players that you hate and you're just like, will you just lose because you fucking eat a bag of dicks? I fucking hate him. So in the run up, in the run up to the game between you guys, at least the first leg, you've got um, a in the same week you've got a, a French Cup quarterfinal, like their FA Cup. Oh, they don't care. Uh, Mets May METZ, which is sitting in tenth place and has not won any time recently. Mets. Um, Mets. Then you've got yeah, that's the Mets. Uh, <laughs> then they've got you in the first leg. I believe they're home for that one. Um, and hey, another no hitter in baseball. Your game sucks, guys. You're terrible. Uh, Lens is fifth, so they in between the two legs. That's not an easy game. And then they play you again, May fourth. So they, they don't have a super easy schedule. They don't have a, a really hard schedule, but they they've got some games. Oh, so we'll see. Man. And there's oh, very. I, I'm just saying it's a very po- very possible that in between. I mean, you're playing that Lens team two days before the second leg. They, they won't play that. They won't play any of those fucking guys. They'll, they'll... That's my that, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying is that they could drop points there. They could literally 
all it's going to take is, is we're so far deep into the season. They drop one, maybe two games. Yeah. And they just don't win. They just, they, they just draw. Then, yeah. I mean, hell you could be looking at a, a fourth place finish. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that for city. I don't want to get nervous. Like they lose again this week, let's say, and then United win and it's five points and United have a game in hand. Right. <laughs> that's, that's not, that, that, it's perfectly capable. I know I was the team that did it. Like it yeah, fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd really, you know, you don't expect city to drop much more, but it is distinctly possible. Uh, yeah. You know, it could happen. I don't think it'll happen, but it could. I just can't believe that Ilkay Gundogan is the leading goal scorer for city with 12 goals. What a revelation. He's having an incredible year. Yeah. He basically, you know what we should do? And I, we're running out of time on this show, but we'll do like, um, award previews or, or, or what we think is going to happen player of the year coach of the year blah blah blah, blah. for sure um, for sure we'll do that probably the next time we don't have any i mean we've got enough games to talk about for the next yeah, fucking three we have years a game every day for the next three years and the but, other thing is and let us know i mean i think you know talking about europe is interesting there's still europa league i don't even care uh until the end but you know we can talk about other other leagues other things once in a while yeah. just let us know how you think about it and i'm gonna wrap it up here we go mike that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Slarino and Laurent Cortines. We release new episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts as it makes a huge difference for the show. And look for us on our new feed on Chop Sports. We'll be there on Friday. 